is Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada, and you're listening to Quick Hits, short podcasts about national security, public safety, terrorism, and some other things from time to time. As it turns out, tonight's podcast is one of those other things. Let me tell you a story. As you're probably aware, I worked in security intelligence in Canada for 32 years, beginning way back in 1983, probably before most of my listeners were born. And I joined Communications Security Establishment, CSE, Canada's Signals Intelligence Organization, after just having graduated from the University of Western Ontario in London, my hometown, with a master's degree in Spanish. And I was part of a team of mostly university graduates, I think. But you probably, we probably pretty well, well were earned at university graduates, mostly young, but a few older ones, which did a lot of foreign intelligence in an organization that was still very much a Cold War organization. Anyhow, fast forward about a decade and a half later, and I was in charge of collection and data processing for CSE. One of my uh, brief forays into management, which I detested and probably wasn't very good at. I'm, much, I'm an analyst, I'm a, I'm a doer, not a, not a manager. But working for me at the time were a bunch of very, very talented men and women from the Canadian military who happened to belong to a trade called the 291ers. 291ers were specializations within the Canadian military that did signals intelligence. So they too had their own signals intelligence operations. We worked very closely with them. Uh, the Canadian Armed Forces had a number of listening stations across Canada, mopping up usually in those days Soviet signals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And a few of these people uh, came to me one day as the head of the collection department, and they said, we're, we're getting close to our 20 years in the military. And after 20 years, you can... Most people, not most, a fair number, actually leave the military and join civilian life. And they said to me, we would love to come work for you at CSC as civilians. Trade in our uniforms, put on a tie. <laughs> Who am I kidding? No one wore a tie at CSC in the 1990s, trust me. We, you're lucky you've got pants on most mornings, kind of like COVID. And I said, I'd love to have you. You guys are brilliant. There isn't a signal on the planet you guys can't analyze. You can't demodulate. You can't help us to capture and process I'm going to go to personnel and make the case that you guys should become part of our team as civilians. Should be real simple, right? You know, take off your uniform on a Friday, come into work in jeans on a Monday, nothing really has changed. And so I went to personnel and I, I made my case saying, you know, these people really are, they're the cat's ass of signals in Canada. No one's better at what they do than, than, than them. They, they simply are the, the pinnacle in Canada. And some pencil neck in personnel said, well, what's their degree? I said, what do you mean? What university did they go to? Well, I said, well, well, they didn't. They got right from high school. They went to the military and spent 20 years in uh, a variety of jobs, including signals intelligence. These guys really know signals. Oh, you can't hire them. I looked, looked at the pencil neck and asked incredulously, why can't I hire them? Because they don't have a degree. I said, you're telling me you'd rather hire a recent graduate 22 years old, with a degree in 14th century Lower Slobovian poetic meter, whatever the Christ they studied, over a guy with 20 years experience in signals. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Well, it's the requirement. You have to have a degree to get a job here. I said, this is bullshit. This is absolute and utter bullshit. You've got very talented Canadians, men and women, with Decades of experience doing exactly what we do here at CSE, collect and process and analyze signals. That's what CSE did in the 80s and 90s. It's a very different organization now because of the whole cyber angle. And yet they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't budge. 
they wouldn't hire these people because they didn't have a degree. Just got off the phone today with another individual who is in, currently with the Canadian military. I won't use his name. Again, lots of experience here in Canada and abroad on a whole bunch of matters. He'd love to get into the security intelligence field, but whenever he goes to the website, it says, what is your degree? And, and he's afraid that when he puts his application and there's some kind of algorithm that looks for the degree, and when it says none, it just spits his application out and doesn't look at him anymore. What kind of parallel universe do we live in when you are defined by the degree you have, be it an undergraduate degree or a graduate degree or whatever? And before you say, oh yeah, Gursky, you're, you're typical anti-academic, I do have three degrees. Well, two and nine-tenths. I've got a, an M, a BA and an MA from Western and nine-tenths of a degree from Carleton Linguistics. And uh, true story, I had all the requirements for the degree and went to the uh, the pencil next at Carleton and said, where's my BA? They said, well, um, you're lacking a course. I said, well, what course is that? Well, you're lacking first-year linguistics. I said, I'm lacking the course I've been teaching for 10 years. And they paused. They said, oh, Oh, that, that's a problem. You're teaching the course you don't have. And I said, yeah. And I'm getting rave reviews from my students. Anyhow, long story short, never got my BA from Carleton. So I have two and nine tenths degrees. And I did spend a year in the doctoral program at University of Toronto in linguistics in the early 90s before life and career got in the way I never finished. Bottom line is, I don't know why a degree is a minimal requirement. I'm not sure why that's the hurdle above which one must get to be considered for a job in national security. Don't get me wrong. Degrees are great. Like I said, I got two and nine tenths of them. I'm not averse to those having a degree. And I worked along some very talented people, both at CSC and CSIS, who did have university degrees. But we can't make it a basic requirement for the job. Not all jobs require a university degree. It's as simple as that. What if you're doing physical surveillance? Do you need a degree to do physical surveillance? Can you get a degree in physical, a PhD in physical surveillance? Of course you can You've got people, former law enforcement, former military, average Canadians with a lot to offer who are being rejected from by the from the get-go just because they don't have that piece of paper that says, I graduated from University XYZ with a degree in flower arranging or snorkeling or something like that. It is absolutely ludicrous that we've done this to ourselves. If a degree is required and you can show that it's required, but absolutely go ahead and do that and make that one of the basic requirements. But if you can't justify it, if when you sit down, you look at the requirements of the job and you cannot determine that people need to have that piece of paper in their hands, which, by the way, a lot of people who have degrees, you know, couldn't organize a piss up in a bar is based on my experience. Just because you have a degree doesn't mean you're very smart. doesn't mean you're very capable either. I know lots of people who are incapable who have degrees. We should not throw out the window the applications of fine Canadians who want to contribute to national security and public safety. It's just wrong. And as a consequence, we don't do national security and public safety as well as we should because we put people on those jobs just because they have a degree who can't do them. They don't have the experience. They don't have the knowledge. They don't have the decades of working at the coalface to understand this, be it signals intelligence, be it surveillance, be it whatever. The bottom line should be, what do I contribute to the qualifications and the requirements of the job that for which I am applying. And if you meet those qualifications and if you meet those requirements and you don't have a degree, you should be considered. In fact, I would argue you should go to the head of the line. A guy with 20 years experience like those military that I used to that used to work for me back in the 1990s at CSE are far more qualified 
than the first year graduates out of university. It's as simple as that. The best person for the job must be determined on a variety of factors, not just on what university you went to and what program you graduated from. It's not a requirement. Don't pretend it's one. And give real good Canadians a shot at working at a really important sector of our society, which is national security and public safety. Anyhow, I'm not sure this is going to change anything. I'm sure the degree will still be a requirement. Whatever. It's still stupid. Let me know what you think. You can reach me on email, borealisrisk at gmail.com, or on Twitter at borealisaves. You'll also find me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you like the content, you want to subscribe, go to my website, borealisthreatrisk.com, hit the subscribe button. You'll get a free daily digest into your email inbox every morning. Do you think I'm off base on this one? Have you had similar experiences where you've been ruled out of jobs because you couldn't meet the minimal degree requirement, even if it wasn't important and wasn't necessary? Drop me a line. Love to hear from you, as well as some ideas for future podcasts. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe. Thank you.